Hey guys, it's Elrod, and today's podcast is going to be about Donna Summer. Stay tuned. It's Elrod. Let's get started. Now, Donna Summer was a singer-songwriter who became the queen of disco in the 1970s. She was born Donna Adrian Gaines in Boston, Massachusetts. Her father, Andrew Gaines, was a butcher and her mother was a school teacher. Donna sang from the moment she could walk. She would sing constantly. When she was 10 years old, she sang at her church. Everyone was surprised at how incredible her voice was. Donna was even surprised herself and started crying. Then the entire church cried too. Donna said that it was such an amazing moment in her life that at some point after that, she heard a voice. She felt like it was God and that God told her she would be famous someday. In high school, she started musicals and she was extremely popular. She was also something of a troublemaker as a teenager. She would break her parents' rules intentionally and constantly. At the age of 18, only weeks before her high school graduation, she got a part in the musical Hair, the American tribal love rock musical. It was scheduled to run in Munich, Germany. So she left. She learned to speak fluent German when she was in Germany and she decided to remain in Germany where she got cast in several other musicals. And then she started singing backup and recording vocals and demo tapes. In 1974, she recorded her first solo album, Lady of the Night. It did well in Europe, but not in the US. That same year, she married a German singer, Helmut Sommer. She decided to use his last name as her stage name. And she actually ended up changing the spelling of his name because he spelled it S-O-M-M-E-R, but she changed it to S-U-M-M-E-R. And um, even when they divorced later in 1976, she still kept his name. She co-wrote and recorded a demo version of a seductive disco trap called Love to Love You Baby. At first, some radio stations refused to play it because of its sensual aspect. Remember her moaning in it? It sounded very suggestive. And at that time, music stations were concerned uh, about the morals of people. Um, although we know that has changed incredibly, unfortunately. But... A radio station decided to go ahead and play it anyway. And here it is. Love to love you, baby. It was an overnight sensation. And all the radio stations started playing it. It skyrocketed to number two on the U.S. single charts.
I wonder how her church felt about that song. Just saying. After that success, she released two albums. One was a love trilogy, and the second was Four Seasons of Love, and both were enormous success. I remember my girlfriends and I went to see her in concert when I was like 15. And when she started singing that, and she was getting kind of visual too with the microphone, we all just kind of sat down and were like, oh my gosh, it was a little uncomfortable, you know? <laughs> In 1977, she released two more hit albums, I Remember Yesterday and Once Upon a Time. But in 1978, her hit single, Last Dance, came from the soundtrack, Thank God It's Friday. And it won the Academy Award for the Best Original Song. This is one of my favorites of Donna's. Enjoy. This was on her uh, Greatest Hits album. That was an incredible album where she's sitting on a radio, an old radio, and you see New York City in the back. I think everyone had that album. What a fun song. Yes, it's my last day. 
the last dance. You know, this reminds me of when I was in seventh grade. My friend Marie and I, and our friends Alan Roth and Ricky Letterman, such good friends. We were at Ricky's, and we were on his deck, and it had just rained, and the rainbow came out. And he had this playing on the boombox or stereo or whatever it was. And we were just having so much fun talking and listening to it. Which is a really fun time. Don't you love reminiscing on what you were doing at the time the music was popular? Let's dance. The let's dance. Her album entitled Livin' More became her first to reach number one on the Billboard charts. It featured another hit song that we will listen to now, MacArthur Park. This song has always been very interesting to me. And later, I'll explain what it means. It was written by Jimmy Webb and first recorded by a singer, Richard Harris. about that <laughs> devastated about the cake in the rain here we go bomb 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 bomb
Let the cake out in the rain. Now, MacArthur Park is actually a real park in the Westlake neighborhood of L.A. But that's the only tangible reference to the song. Of course, now I have to go to MacArthur Park. Check it out. Now, Jimmy Rubb is the one who wrote the song. And he said it's about a love affair ending and the person is singing is using the cake and the rain as, as a metaphor for it. But, you know, I certainly didn't get that from the song. He says the love affair speaks of a woman named Susie Horton, who was married to Linda Ronstan's cousin, Bobby. MacArthur Park is where they would meet for lunch and feed the ducks. And he says the lyrics were very real to him. But there's actually more to the lyrics than that. The staff composer of Jim says that Jim explained the real meaning to him. Jim was in love with a girl who loved him and months later he heard she was getting married and she was getting married in MacArthur Park. He went to the wedding and he didn't want to be seen so he hid in the gardener's shed and as the ceremony began it rained and it downpoured and from the shed the cake looked like it was melting. And that is how he came up with the song, MacArthur's Park. Aren't you glad you know that? Because the song didn't make sense until now, right? A year later, Donna Summer achieved the biggest commercial success of her career with the album, Bad Girls.
says that. album Love Will Always Find You was another hit. But we're just going to listen to Hot Stuff and move on. In 1979, her album On the Radio, which is her greatest hits, I believe I described that one earlier, had a number of terrific songs. And we will start with On the Radio. We may not be able to listen to all of them because there are so many. 
If you watch the movie Selena, I know that Selena was a big fan of Don Donna Summers. And I think she sings the song at uh, her concerts. Selena, I'm talking about. Okay, guys, the next song, I Feel Love. You remember this discotheque song? So during these songs, I'm going to give you some facts about Donna Summers. In the early 80s, she briefly abandoned disco and released two R&B albums. Then in 1983, she returned to disco music and she released She Works Hard for the Money, which we will listen to eventually. And when I play that song, I'll give you some facts about that song, too. She also branched out into painting, in which she held several exhibitions per year. She also became involved with controversial issue concerning AIDS. A New York magazine claimed that she made a horrible remark about people with AIDS. Um, which she adamantly denied, and she sued the magazine, and she won. They settled out of court. She eventually married singer-songwriter Bruce Sedano in 1980, and they had two children. 
And now, heaven knows. This is another favorite of mine. Okay, we're gonna segue into Dim All the Light. This is one of my absolute favorites of Donna's Summer. school we were going to a football game um and the cheerleaders we shared it with the football players i think and um uh one of the girls had a big boom box and she was jamming this song and i loved it but i was glad she had the boom box and i didn't Okay, I wish we could listen to it all, but it would just get way too long. So now her last song we will listen to is She Works Hard for the Money. 
This song was her biggest hit of the decade in the 1980s. And she got the idea of the song when she went into a bathroom. She was at some event and the bathroom attendant had fallen asleep and she felt so bad for her. So she thought of the song. I used to instruct aerobics at Elaine Powers, and this was one of our songs we worked out to. Boom, 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 boom. One and two, and one and two, and three and four. Okay, so I think you all know, sadly, in 2012, Donna Summer passed away at 63. She had battled cancel, cancer excuse me, for years. Um, she will always be known as Queen of Disco. Before she passed away, she said that her foremost important thing in life was not related to her singing. It was being able to truly love. And she said it doesn't always come easy but that was her aspiration and shortly before she was died she stated that she was born again she was born again christian and that she leaned heavily upon her faith and that was a very sincere part of her life as a matter of fact um in the later part of her years um, when she rededicated herself to her faith she would no longer sing certain songs um, especially Love to Love You because she realized that was not something that coincided with her faith and so she would never perform that song again. Well, that's my information on Donna Summers. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, guys. Elrod is signing off.